This is Honolulu's premier drag queen, Miss Candy Shell. How can you even listen to this trash podcast with Maleko and Flash? Ew! Watch my show on Olelo instead. Yo, yo! Welcome to another edition yeah. of the Maleko and Flash podcast. Woo. We're starting the show with shots, by the way. Shots of whiskey. Mm-hmm. On a related note, suck it, Mo from Mokus. Thank oh. you for nothing. Who, who's Mo? Oh. Exactly. No, I've deleted his number from my phone. <laughs> it's gone. So uh, if a bartender decides not to show up for our show, they are 86 from the podcast. Bro, well, he's I, done. I think, I think Mo will be heartbroken. <laughs> that's it. He doesn't even get to listen to it. I think he was scared, honestly. That's fine. Yeah, that's right. Though. He's terrified. We got a screenshot, the 42 messages that came in while I was sleeping last night from Mo talking about how awesome he was going to be as a bartender. We, and, then, and then this morning, he's like, I'm just kidding. I'm not coming. We put so much time and effort into this show, which clearly shines through when you listen. We, we spent more time last night discussing what kind of cocktails Mo would be bringing in today than we've spent prepping the last four shows combined. <laughs> Only for Mo to text me at 7 this morning and say, you know what? Never mind. Too many eight balls and hookers last night. I'm not yeah. coming in. Uh, yeah, not even seven. It was like six fifteen, which made right. it even more suspect. Because yeah. what bartenders awake at six? I mean, from well, the, 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 it closed at eleven thirty. The party last ones night. are eleven thirty was when the last text came in, and then we got you know then we got a six fifteen call. So I, I'm thinking he pulled all nighter. Mm-hmm. 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 Just to go to show you, more is less. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, once again, we are back with uh, well. These shots are good. What, were we, what did we just shoot here? Uh, it's a little Telemore do right there. It's an Irish fine whiskey. I don't drink Jameson's. Drink this instead. This is this is Obviously. much better. This is yeah, not even on par with with the James. I don't even know what that stuff is. Uh, Flash, who the hell's in the studio? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, the other week we had Dave Newman from Pint and Jigger on here, one of the owners of uh, Pint and Jigger. And then this week we have in the guy that Newman goes to to purchase the liquor. We have the vice president of Young's Market. They're the second largest alcohol distributor in the state. They do $100 million a year in sales. And this guy right here, Kaylee runs the whole show. Is it still the second largest? I thought once you came look over. At, look at how mad he is that I said already. that. Mm. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, well, we're starting this show off on a good split. Hmm. <laughs> 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 I'm just going to let that one go, but we, I, I got a lot for later, so we'll just, we'll just keep that one in the back pocket. A hundred million in sales. Yeah. I, I, I did not say that. I don't know. I don't know where oh, that comes yeah, from, right. but yes, something along Flash those lines. Flash is obsessed with position. Yeah. He's like, he's always about the second best, because mm-hmm. that's where he lives in MC mm-hmm. land right yeah, there. He's yeah. always the second best radio host, yeah, second yeah. best MC. That's Four, his... I thought it was fourth best MC. <laughs> yeah. I am yeah, yeah, the he's... second best radio host on Star 1019 in the afternoons in the last 20 years. No, nah, that's still pushing it. Still pushing it? Still pushing it. All right. Yeah, there was a guy about 10 years ago who was on for like a couple months. He was still pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Kevin Jones. (laughs) All right, so Kelly, thanks for coming in, buddy. Absolutely. It's great to to have you here. Uh, uh, Kelly's got a lot of liquor knowledge, obviously. He's going to school us on that. Uh, And since our bartender, Mo flaked out on us. Uh, Kelly came through in the clutch with a, uh, a bartender of his own. Uh, who do you got for us today? Ashley doesn't more, bartender or anything. More than a bartender. <laughs> by far, much more. This is my brother from the big island, the Koa Pabre. He owns Umeke's, which, you know, if we were talking about yesterday, I, I actually, last night I listened to the podcast. The first one I've ever listened to in my life. Wow, thanks. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah, thanks. It, it, was, it was riveting. Thanks. So I, now we have two <laughs> listeners. My first, mom First time and listener, Kelly. long time yeah. caller. Yeah. Anyway, long story short, they ran into a bunch of information on Newman's podcast about the Best bars and restaurants around Hawaii, and to me, Nakoa's Bar Umeke's in Kona is my favorite bar to drink at in Hawaii. And I know you guys thinking big and globally. Oh, sorry, I'm banging so my phone you, against. So you the thing. totally like you heard the podcast. You're like, you know what? We need to bring my buddy from Umeke's in Kona to Oahu to be on the show today. That is world just global say yes, thinking, Kaylee. E, just That's say yes. That's exactly what happened. Or Mo canceled, and Nicole texted me at nine o'clock, and I say, "What are you doing at noon? We're going to go drink on a podcast. <laughs> or can you cancel the rest of your meetings?" And he goes, "Absolutely, I'll be there at eleven fifty-five." And he was Tom- Same. tomato, Same. tomato. Same. Yeah. Well, I'd rather have you on the show more than Mo, anyway. Yeah. Hey, well, so, thanks for coming in, man. Thanks for for being and taking time out of your your busy trip to Oahu. Absolutely worked out perfect. Now Umeke's is like a like home bar, but better. Or like, how would you side street in? Uh, what's the what's the comp? I guess, what's I guess, the you, could, comp? I guess you could say that Umeke's is the more laid back of of the two. 
Um, but that's you know, really we, laid back. It is. That's well, like big, all the way back big, laid back. Big Island is uh, full, full on laying back. <laughs> right. Can you say, you know, you know it's a uh, real chill atmosphere, AC. We, is, uh, it, is it more food forward or more cocktail forward? It's a lot more food. So we, uh, we specialize in poke. That's what we do. Um, Please tell me. You don't use the accent over the E, right? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you freaking? Don't even get me rattled up right no. now. No, oh, that's my pet peeve. Bro, don't even go there, bro. That got me nuts right there. Like, I got, I got it. So at, at this point, I have people on the mainland because they, I rant about it all the time. They take pictures in whatever city they're in and send, send it to me. Yeah. It just, oh. Then they come up with these clever names of restaurants called, like, Wander Poke. And, like, yeah. <laughs> and, like, let's get a oh, snow wonder, cone. Wander Fish. Or and, whatever uh, like, call. a waffle cone, and let's yeah. put uh, Poke in it. But then, <laughs> yeah. um, and also, like, I don't know, whatever else. Some let's throw pineapples and mangoes and lily koi in, in there and yeah. call yeah. it a Poke Bowl. Those yeah. are all Hawaiian nope. things. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Yeah. Let's put pineapple on our pizza. And we need a whole podcast about this. It's, this, this actually... Let's just get every. Let's get Gooch, Will Chen. Let's get every every chef in town on here, just talking the poke rant. I've and, actually had to spell it so many times with the with the, the mark over the e that my phone auto corrects me from normal poke now to the other poke. Oh, your your phone is selling you out. Ooh. You're screwed. Your phone has gone full howly. You need to get Hawaiian Siri. <laughs> you got You got to take it off the howly mode. Oh, my God. You need to tell her, are you serious? <laughs> serious. Uh, well, thanks for coming over. How, how's Kona doing these days? Uh, you guys um, inundated with lava. Yes, not quite. So lava <laughs> is only in the Puna district. And, you know, we all pray for Puna. Puna's going through a lot right now. Lots of people lost their homes. Um, in fact, Kapol just was taken the last couple of days. That's a beautiful these, place these, where I grew up. I learned to swim. You, these photos of Kapol yeah, have it, been, the whole insane. bay is gone. Oh, it's, it's, it's totally gone. gone. It's gone. And if you've ever been to Kapol, it's uh, such a place of serenity and peace and calm. And, you know, every house, every property had its own little tide pool. You know, wow. it made made it really special. Yeah. And they had the that, that's where the is, that's where the, the hot pools were, the, the warm pools, yep, right? Yep, right down the road. Oh, there was man. the hot pools. But, you know, Kona's Kona. You know, it's still a beautiful place to visit. Yeah. You know, there's some uh, daily vog here and there. But, you know, hey, people from the mainland still come to the Big Island. Yeah. It's still a beautiful place. There's only a small yeah. piece of the Big Island being affected. And we're all praying for them. And we're all going to make it better, come together as a community. But, yes, please come and visit still. Yeah, actually, I, I'm kidding, of course, at the beginning. Kona, very far away from where the lava is. Uh, but... Uh, but still, incredible to see. Just the last couple of days, uh, Kapoho has been nuts. Well, Mother Nature's going to do her thing, man. Pele was there before all, all of us, and she will do continue to do what she's doing. And we can't do nothing but sit back and watch her do her thing. I'm pretty sure it's Trump's fault. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with that. I'll go with that. <laughs> Well, Kelly, uh, you're coming in here with, with the liquor knowledge. You listen to one and only one episode of our podcast. It happened to be the Newman episode. Well, that was because New, uh, Flash sent it to me 18 times in a text message. So okay. that, that's why I listened so to So here's the deal. We're so desperate for listeners that if you listen to the show one time, the next week you're the guest on the show. That's, that's, so that's how it works. Amazing. It's a new contest. So next week the guest will be my mom. <laughs> <laughs> So you 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 know then that the first thing we have to do is we have to make a cocktail. We have a word of the day. Um, so what have you brought for us to drink and say that we want to drink? Well, here's the deal. So after listening to that podcast last week or last night, and uh, you guys you guys were talking a little bit about smack about a couple of things. So I brought uh, I brought one thing. Wait was, wait 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 wait. Who, who what was were we talking smack? He's... Somebody was talking smack about rosé vodka. Somebody oh. was. So, I think we all were. Yeah, I think we that all were. That would be you, oh, Newman, yeah. and Maleko. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 right. yeah right. all three of us. So. I'll, I'll own that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were each ready to throw the other one under the bus, but like, we're like, no, the vodka rose. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, totally. yeah that, that was one, me. We, yeah. All, yeah. we all were. So, oh, yeah, Newman's super fired up about that. Well, we'll see. We're going to make a cocktail out of that today. We brought some, since oh, our friend great. here, our, our friend uh, loves beer. Loves, loves, loves beer. Yeah. So I brought a bunch of beer for him to taste. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, Flash is actually, he's the only person I know that flat out beer is the only thing he won't drink. No, beer and champagne, wine. Basically, I only like hard alcohol. You're a hard ass. I, I'm That's a hard it. ass. That's correct. That's it. Like, nah, nah. Yeah, <laughs> let, let it go. Just teeing it up. I'm just teeing it up. 
Yeah, there's so much rosé in the world right now. Safeway just changed their name. It's no longer Safeway with an A-Y. They just put an E with an slant at the end of it now. It's just rosé Safeway. It's delicious. There's so much of it out there, and you, it is delicious. It, so the, you guys are giving it a bad rap because rosé should actually... It, it got a bad rap because it's not sweet wine. Now, hold on. You know? I, I don't have a problem with rosé. It's the rosé vodka. That's what I have. A, you either want to drink vodka or drink rosé. It's the rosé. I don't have a problem with rosé wine. It's my mom's one of her favorites. Do you want to chat amongst yourselves while I make a, make a drink of rosé vodka? We can yeah. chat amongst ourselves. Well, what are you going to make? I'm going to make a cocktail with, with uh, Hangar One Rosé, which is a rosé vodka. Okay. We're also going to do a couple of beers. Um, we're obviously drinking whiskey mm. right now. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then we're going to turn the tables for a hot second and make Flash make Paloma, since he claims that he makes the absolute best Paloma that exists in the world. Hold on. Wow. Kaylee says I make the best Palomas in the world. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> do you want us to leave and leave you guys alone in here for a little bit while you, while you suck on some Palomas? <laughs> <laughs> Maleko, you're not the only one that uh, gives me crap all the time. Well, I, 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 I get it. I get it from God. both sides. Thank God. Is he I, a water heater? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, all kidding aside, rosé obviously very popular right now. And I kid about the Safeway thing because I was down there. I was I was buying some wine. Well, at least half the aisle was rosé stock in next the rosé week, line. Next week we're having uh, Grace Lee. From Hawaii News Now, she's my favorite news anchor on my favorite news show. Yeah. And um, she loves the rosé. So you guys have that in common. Oh, that's that, the one that's thing good. that you and Grace Lee have in common. Yeah. And we've also both really secretly hate you, but we still hang out with you <laughs> um, for some reason. Grace is pretty pretty um, upfront about upfront how much she about hates how you. much she does not like me. And yeah. she, yeah, anyway, we'll get to Grace later. But Grace will be on the show next week. Great. All right. So... Kaylee okay. e is stuck making drinks here? because yeah. Mo didn't show up today. Wow, dude. Thanks to Kaylee E, we now have an actual full bar setup in the uh, Maleko and Flash podcast studio uh, down at iHeart. We have the full bar setup thanks to Kaylee E and Young's Market. So thank you so much for that. We've got this Absolutely, Bushmills, this Bushmills portable bar situation that uh, I'll take some pictures of and we'll post it up online for you. Okay, let's see how we go. Wait, let me test one first. Tell us what's in it. Walk us, walk us through what's in. Oh my in god, the, it's delicious! Walk us through what's in the drink and then how you make it. Okay, okay. Here's what we got because I have a bunch of people that come to my house and they never want to drink rosé vodka, so I bring them over and I they say, "What's that? What's that crap? You're gonna make me drink that stuff?" And I say, "Yes, absolutely, because it's gonna be delicious when I make a drink out of it." So what we do is we take a little hanger one rosé. Uh, about an ounce, ounce and a half, uh, depending on the size of your vessel. We have a really small vessel here. Then a half ounce of Bruto Americano, which is a bitters made by St. George Spirits. And then also a little bit of club soda and then some lime. If I had some bitters, i put it over the top, but uh, we're not in a real bar, so I don't have bitters. So there you go. Clean, you you can. light, refreshing, and delicious. This is, this is the infamous rosé vodka that you were talking about. This is it. That's so good. This is the rosé vodka. It looks like a Paloma, actually. It looks exactly like a Paloma. Well, you would know. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to hate on it a little. Yeah, it's pretty good. I know it's delicious. It's, it's pretty delicious. good. And so you could could you swap out that bitters for other bitters? To there's a li- it's almost tastes like a little frenet in there. Yeah, bruto is actually like kind of a cross between a Campari and an aperol. Um, you know, it's kind of frenet esque. You know, it's it's a, it's an American version. Bruto means the ugly American. So there you go. Please explain to uh, Maleko. it's Maleko and Flash. So you need to <laughs> explain things. That what is aperol? Aperol is the Italian um, digestif, uh, aperitivo, bitters that people you typically do. You do um, Aperol spritz if you're in Italy. Uh, and then if you're using Campari, if anybody flat, everybody loves Negroni. So Campari is the oh, yeah, one-third yeah. component in a Negroni. And then uh, sweet vermouth and then uh, you know, gin. So, if this is a so Aperol, Aperol is a hot uh, – um, it's hot in cocktails right now. You see the Aperol trending across many cocktail menus. Yeah, right you now. see you see a lot of a lot of bitters are in cocktails across the board. You see that. You see Aperol. You see Bruto. You see Campari. You see uh, Put- Putanese. I think uh, that Dave was talking about. He has in his uh, that coffee drink that he does over at Harry's. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. yes. That's the drink he made for us. That's I saw Putanese the last time I was at your house. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> different one. Different I like a little Putanese every weekend. If you know what I'm saying, and I think that you do. Quite frankly, who doesn't? So this this is new, obviously. I've never seen this before. The rosé vodka? Yeah. 
It, it is. I mean, it, it's something. I mean, obviously they're capturing the market. Rosé is going crazy. Yeah, they're going right. to get the trend. Um, I, I think it'll stick around for a minute, especially rosé rosé wine, yeah. just because it's it's not new. It's it's new yeah. to us in the U.S., but yeah. it's not new to consumers across the world. Even Provence, that's all they drink. Rosé is good in the beach. Rosé is good in a restaurant. It fits with foods that are slightly heavier and then fits with foods that are light. If you don't want to drink Savion Blanc or you're not into oak, you don't want to have Chardonnay and you don't, you know, you want to have something that's quaffable and that your wife's going to like too. Yeah. Is it good with poke? Rosé and poke? Definitely not. No. Okay. Just checking. I, I, here Just I am checking. sitting over here next to Kili. And I'm looking at the rosé bottle, yeah. and it has the apostrophe over the E, yeah. just like they do over the poke. Yeah. I'm thinking to myself, is it just a trend thing? Anything with the apostrophe over the E will be, will be the new thing? Well, well maybe you need to change. <laughs> maybe you change the restaurant I think be Ocole. name. From- <laughs> rosé and poke. At Umeke. Dude, this is, you got a whole thing going here. You know, Facebook would have been totally different if in the beginning you could poke somebody. (laughs) Oh. Oh. Is there a bell you ring for that? Yeah. 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 For the funny stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to talk about rose all day, but why do I need rose? Wait, stop. The word of the day. Oh. Has to be. Rosé. I mean, it, it has it's to a little be. late, but okay, rosé. Okay. So every time you hear the word rosé at home, you drink. And in the studio, we also drink. It's like college drinking game. The word Every time you hear the word, you drink. All right. We've so, said it a rose. lot already. Yes, so, yeah. we said it a lot. So, we're, so final question on this cocktail, and this is my whole argument about the rosé vodka, is why make this cocktail with rosé vodka Instead of just rosé, if that's a flavor profile I'm going for. Now that's what—that's the smack he was talking about in Newman's podcast. Well, because you. Which, wanna... by the way, Newman agreed with me wholeheartedly. Right. Newman, Dave Newman, owner of Pint Jigger. But go ahead, Kaylee. <laughs> <laughs> Vice president of the second. Oh, he's largest... speechless. Oh, he's no. speechless, no, no, and no, he's no, turning no. red. No. He's turning red, and he's speechless. So no go. Why would you put wine in a cocktail? It makes no sense whatsoever. Right. None. No, you you would put. Spirits in a cocktail, and if you want spirits, and you want the flavor of rosé, and you want to have a cocktail, and you want to have you like live a little bit in both worlds, then why wouldn't you have rosé vodka? I'm not saying I'm going to drink it every day, but there's a time and a place for everything. That's, Fair enough. That's what I tell all the girls on the weekend. There's a time and a place. You said it a few times for everything. Rosé, rosé, rosé. All day rosé. I've had enough about rosé. Done with rosé. In fact, I'd like to talk about something that Flash really likes. Wow, Maleko, are you slurring your words already? Craft beer. Oh, yes! Let's talk about... I'm so excited about beer. Craft beer. Okay, wait, hold Hold on. I gotta grab the beer. Wait, wake me up when you guys are done. This is is my cue to go to the bathroom. I'm gonna do the first one that's gonna blow your mind. Okay, so craft beer is another one of these things that is such a thing right now. It's not it's not enough to to go to the store and buy, you know, an IPA or to go to the store uh, and buy a, a wheat ale or, or go to the store and buy a summer ale. You have to go buy something that's handcrafted in some small little brewery that nobody's ever heard of, and it comes in a fancy bottle and with yet, a silly little name on it. But also is also secretly owned by Anheuser-Busch already. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. But, and then also, now it's not even just that. It's just no one opens bars anymore. It's a micro-brew craft house. Yeah. No it, one can open a regular bar anymore. It's all about this micro-brew beer. Hold on, hold on to this there, Flash. Hold on to that. By the me. way, it's all owned by Budweiser at the end of the day. Oh, hold on. Nicole is telling you know, us to smell like it. Is- Smells does it, does like, it bring you back to anything in the past? Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, weird. You know what this weird. smells like? It smells like the windward side right there. Bro. This smells like my dad and an Oli in a koozie when I was five. No, it doesn't. You're That's so exactly dumb. what You're it smells so like. You're so dumb. So dumb. So take it in the bouquet. It's very, t- soak it's, it in. It's very hoppy. Oh, actually. Uh, that would be <clears throat> yeah. yes. pronounced hippie. Oh. <laughs> it smells like a hippie. <laughs> Is Hamp- it- Hamper. That's what it is. Yeah. Hamper. Hamper. Is a That's guy a- that doesn't know anything, it's it tastes better than it smells. Okay, the so smell is pretty strong and I'm pungent, but at- it's a lot sweeter when you actually taste it. Can you I, s- I've been you can't smell that this smells like weed flash. That's what we've been <laughs> That's what we're getting about. at. What are you talking about? Just, just- Do you know how much cocaine I've done in my day? My nose doesn't work anymore. You expect me to smell anything? Come on. It's like we're all over here talking about around it. We got to spell it out for the old man. It it smells like pot, dude. <laughs> Catch up, Grandpa. Let's go. I, di- so- I did say that it was pungent. Yes. So, what, what's, so what's the story here? So mm-hmm. we, 
you know, you guys obviously know the hemp craze is a huge thing, right? Mm-hmm. You got it in, in California is legal now. You got it in Colorado. It's Oregon. medically, it's legal yeah, here. It's le- legal, yeah, medically here. If you have a card, Maleko. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <coughs> <coughs> so anyway, cough. cough. <laughs> this this brewery is actually based out of uh, Fort Collins, Colorado, and they came out with this, and we weren't really sure. We we're kind of limping into it as far as you know, carrying inventory if it was going to be well received in Hawaii, and we brought it in and we sold out. Wow. And then we brought it in again, and we sold out. And now we brought it in again, and we're selling out. So it's apparently delicious. Hawaii has some kind of affinity to hemp. Weird. It's so weird. Who would have thought Hawaii what? Would have thunk it. That is, so is it weird. so bizarre? <laughs> so is it made with, with how's, I don't understand the connection. What's it made out of that makes it hemp beer? Um, actually, I th- I'm understanding is that they use hemp seeds. Okay. So you use hemp seeds, and they somehow remove the THC. And uh, and you get the smell and the and the and the nose of it, but you don't get the actual effects of the THC. Why not? Well, I, exactly. I mean, you want the bonus? Yeah. What what's wrong with the added value? Why there? get the taste but not get the the effects? Seriously, who drinks decaf coffee? Right. What the hell's the point? That who? is a perfect perfect analogy. <laughs> so this exactly. is decaf coffee and beer. You like? Come on, you like it. At least it smells. I do like, like it. Actually, it smells get, like weed. Get us the leaded, like the leaded emperor. This is this yeah. is. <laughs> <laughs> the unleaded emperor. We want the leaded emperor. This beer is not disgusting, and it's not as good as rosé vodka. Okay, no one cares about your opinion. You hate beer. He just asked uh, me the, my opinion. Bell. 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 Yeah, he said for that. For the. Uh, uh, you know what? Wow. This tastes good. I'm. I'm actually, uh, I, I, I tend to go on towards the blonde end of the beer spectrum. I don't like it to be too hot. Suits your intelligence level. I don't level. like to go too IPA-ish. You know, when you start getting real bitter beers, Ugh, I'm out. You know, like it's, I can have a sip of one or maybe half to pretend to enjoy one with friends who really think it's awesome. But when you, uh, when you put this one down, like, first of all, it smells like a party. <laughs> you know, it smells like, it makes me want to pull out, you know, a, a bag and roll, oh, a, okay. Sorry. roll wow. a joint or something. You know, it's just fun times. But it's, uh, uh, but it tastes good. He wants to pull out. I want to leave it in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see the bottle. Yeah, here you go, here you go. Nicola, on Yo. the board. One point. <laughs> all right. All right, okay. so this so is a, winning. a new Belgium, with that. the Hemperer. Okay, can we go on to anything else? Yeah, beer, beer, beer number two, folks. Beer oh, two. oh, more beer? Yeah. Oh, cool. You got to finish your first one, Flash. No. Oh, For, awesome. Here we go. <laughs> For the listeners at home. Oh, wow. Straight are, in the trash. You are so dumb. Just like this podcast. So dumb. You are, dude. For the listeners at home, Flash Hates beer. It's it's his absolute it's, least favorite. I would have drank it for you fast. Don't waste. Yeah, it. don't waste the beer, it's, dude. Come if on. Anyone that knows me knows that. First of all, I love alcohol, but I, if if I was on Fear Factor and you said a million dollars was on the line and you put a gun to my head and said you're not going to win the money, and you either have to I'm you either have shoot to eat you. the cockroaches or drink the beer. I mean, at that point, I would just lose all the way around. But I'm just saying I could not physically finish drinking a beer. I would puke my brains out. Now, if you said drink this entire bottle of vodka rosé, well, game on. Wow. <laughs> Somebody had a bad experience with beer when he was young. Yeah, what, what's, the, um, what's the backstory? Please, please Again, circling back, Oli in a koozie when I was five. There you go. So that's okay. what happens when you grow up in Hawaii and your dad is a contractor Ah. They start feeding you, not just my dad, but all of his biker friends start feeding me Oli when I was five. My palate was not ready for it. <laughs> and it's scarred me ever since. Oh, Oli smokes. Amazing. It's wow. the only thing my palate is not okay with. <laughs> Seriously, because I've Do seen the math. You. Connect the dots. Beer has come a long way since Oli, though. Give it, it a really chance. Has. It really I has. Ju- it I, it's, this is definitely better than Oli, but from what I understand, Oli is like, you know. Okay, mm. you've got a new beer. Uh, enough about Flash. No I do. No, cares. actually, I want to go back to Flash. Let's talk about other things that Flash hates. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I don't know, slippers. Slippers. He's only he's the only person Hoy I, I know in my entire life that doesn't that will not wear slippers. Do I gave him not, a pair. I, not, he wears a size six, right? Slipper, or whatever size it is. <laughs> the kid size, the kicky one. So about two Christmases yeah, ago, that's six in kids, <laughs> not six in adults. I, I, I give him I give him slippers Oscar for Christmas. Grab slippers. He gives me back the size six and a half for my for my birthday. <laughs> I'm obviously a size 11 plus. I mean, come on. Give back the same slipper you gave him. Hold on. He, he's got this story so twisted. Kara, his wife, gave me the slippers. She thought it was the funniest thing ever. So then I gave it to her for her birthday. 
the next year. Aha. She made the outside six. Same size as Flash. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it happened. I knew it was something like that. Something like that. <laughs> If you've ever, I don't even want to get into Kara's feet. That's a whole, that's a podcast unto itself. What are you talking, why are you talking about his wife's feet? Dude? I can go into Kara's feet. You want to talk about Kara's feet? No, no. Kara's feet. No, I got to see him every week. Oh, no. Yeah. Nope. Okay. All right. I think we're going to loop this back. He's just going to put a pin in that for just a second. <laughs> I want to talk about her feet we'll, so we'll bad go, right no, now. We'll I want to live. We'll go back I want to that. live to see another day. In just a minute. You poured us. Live, you got to go home. You poured us a new beer. Seriously. I did. No, this one's worse. I like the other one better. <laughs> I brought this one specifically because I knew Flash would hate it. Oh, it's terrible. That is, <laughs> I know. When I think about oh. beer, it's it's, it's so del- it's bitter. It's delicious, I know. This is sour it's as sour. hell. It's it's sour saison. That's so yeah, weird. Yeah, that is weird. Wow. This, so, it sounds like you, this one tastes like you left it in your truck for a week. Also smells like it. So what is the difference between, because the hemp beer is actually, it's, I want to say okay, which is for me the highest compliment for beer. But what's, what's the difference in ingredients between the hemp beer that's, a lot sweeter in the sour saison, which says it all in the title. That it's it's really what you would think of is a crazy bitter beer. I got this one. One has hemp. I got it. I got it. Speaking in terms I can understand. Check. <laughs> it's styles of beer. It's like it's like it's like it's like mashed potatoes and rice. Why are they different? Yeah. I don't know why they're different. They're yeah. just different things. I I like beer enough to say this sour sucks. This is this is not a God, drink, thank a drink you. I want. You're, so. you're an idiot. What else you got? Okay, you got I'm more? going back to the the tell 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 a more tell a more tell a more tell her more tell a more tell a more do tell a more. You're gonna tell her more. This is it. Wow, we, okay. this is the biggest bar we've ever had for the podcast. I don't know what this podcast sounds like, but I'm having a good time. This more is, questions. <laughs> I want more questions now. This is. So is this hipster craft brew beer trend not only in the stores, but apparently no one can open a regular bar anymore? It has to be a craft microbrew place. Is this ending anytime soon? I don't think that's absolutely true because if you go to like like Nicole's place, you go to Umeke's, right? Umeke's is not a craft beer bar by any stretch. It's a it's a sessionable, you know, what, Kona Brew, a little bit of Maui, Bud Light, Coors Light, Heineken. Yeah. Simple. Yeah, they're they're that crowd. Traditional, traditional. But it doesn't need to be that. But in Oahu, um, we tend to see more of that than we do in the neighboring islands. Neighboring islands have a bit of it. I mean, there's the it's monkey not, paws no, and mokus. It's not. This is a nationwide trend. I just came back from San Francisco, and everyone is like, "We got to go to this beer place and that." And they all oh, they they but that's distill always it been on the case, right? Like cool cities have always had cool breweries. To this go to. lately, it's on a different level. It's really ramped up. And I'm just saying, can we, is this trend, how, how much longer do I have to live through this? Ever. <laughs> that's, that's it's not going it away. Is. No, it's honestly not going to go away. Again, it's uh, all, uh, all about it, you. How it many, is. This how, is exactly. How many breweries did we have, um, you know, like, let's call it eight years ago? We basically had Kona and Maui. No, we, that was, we, we had Gordon Beers. We had Gordon Beers. Point, yeah, exactly. How long has Mickey's been around? Right? We did have Gordon Beers, but we had two local brewers, right? And now we've got, we've got Waikiki, we've got Honolulu Beer Works, we've got got Kohola on, on uh, Maui. We had Primo. Um, Aloha, Aloha Beer. Right? Aloha Beer. We've got, um, shoots, um, what's the one in Big, Big Island Brew House? Uh, all doing, they're doing amazing work. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, now, is there saturation? No, not yet. Not, no? Not yet. Not even close. Not, yet. not even close. Will you see the, the weaker operators start to fall off? Probably. Is there saturation on a pint and jigger bevy leather apron type bar that opening? Whis- whiskey bar? Not even close. Yeah, I think, I think we're just that, that on the second tip. answer makes me happy. No, I, not I want close. I want. It's like saying, "Is there enough sushi bars in Hawaii?" Yeah, no. Well, maybe actually there might yeah, be enough. Yeah, I think, only I think only if you're passing out Hep C. <laughs> we're good. We're good. Only if you're passing out Hep C. So as, as much <laughs> wow. as Flash hates beer, clearly, um, this this thing is it's moving. It also means that the science is getting better. People are making better. I mean, the the idea to put hemp in beer. You know, that that might have been a great idea 20 years ago, but 20 years ago, it would have tasted awful. This I'm, tastes good. I'm sure it was mixed up back then. Yeah, back then, I'm sure somebody's like, oh, I dropped it in my beer. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. It's <laughs> you know, a roach floating in his beer. It's like, I'll drink it. It's, I well, was, I was well, it. it is hemp beer. It is hemp beer. So a roach in your beer and the hemp beer, that makes sense. Right. Or can right. you not ring the bell for that one? Please. Yeah, okay. okay. Booyah. Uh, okay, so the beer thing is here to stay, and it's coming. Uh, is this, is this driven by Northwesterners? Is this all uh, Oregon guys with big beards? I mean, saturation in San Diego is probably the biggest biggest micro you know craft beer um, as far as you know per square mile probably anybody in the country. Maleko, the term is Howley. <laughs> uh, well, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, th- I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to be here. Is, is Oregon strong in it? Sure. Is Colorado strong? Sure. San Diego? Yeah, absolutely. Like, the West Coast is, is definitely leading the way when it comes to craft brew. But um, in Hawaii's, you know, they're holding their own. Are we, are we there yet with, you know, 18 craft brewers per, mi- per square mile? No, we're not yeah. there. And will we get there? Probably not. But will we get to more than we have right now? But yeah, guaranteed. You know, there were two on Queen Street, and I thought for a second we were going to have a whole row of them. For right. a minute, you like know, a brewer's row, when, that would yeah, be when, cool. When Waikiki, that would be cool. When Waikiki Brewing opened up right next to Aloha, I was like, "Oh, oh, something's going to happen here." Yeah. And then, like, a moped shop opened up next. <laughs> to, I was like, "Ah, psych, <laughs> it's over." Just kidding. Well, you have Waikiki, Aloha, and uh, Honolulu are all in the same block. Yeah, they're basically. all within the yeah, same area. Yeah. But that would be a good place for it because it's kind of an unused area of Kaka'ako. Uh, it's near Kaka'ako, which is super hipster, as we know. Um, and uh, it's also near homeless people, and they love beer. Oh, see, I, I was going to talk about the tents, and you beat me to it. See, there you go. That's nice of you. Yeah, craft brew 40s. That's what I'm talking about. So, uh, uh, Kaylee, have you seen the show on Viceland uh, with the girl, uh, the beer show? No. Oh, man. what's it? You know what I'm talking about? Do you know what I'm talking about? No. I don't there's, a, there's a show on, on Viceland about the girl. She owns the microbrewery, and she goes around to all the different states, and she came to Honolulu. And uh, oh yeah, um, she came on my show. Hot blonde girl, bl- hot blonde Holly girl. Um, she came. She Beerland. came on my it's show. It's called Beerland. It's called Beerland. Yeah, yeah. she she came. Uh, she came to Hawaii uh, to explore and some of the local. So brews. it's all, but it's not. It's not business brews. She only explored home brewing. That she goes all over the country exploring home brewing, and I it actually was really fascinating to me what uh, an interesting homebrew culture. That Hawaii has, like the kind in your backyard, like something my dad would do in his garage kind of thing. It's a thing. The thing about beer is none of the ingredients are from here. So everybody says, you know, a local brewer, but your hops are from the mainland, your barley's from the mainland. We any, Anything that you make as far as base ingredients outside of water is from the mainland. Not hemp. Interesting thing. In California, they're doing uh, THC-infused drinks. So wine, uh, they're doing beers, they're doing uh, spirits now that are THC-infused, which I didn't think was possible before because I thought it was, you're talking about oil and water here. but The the taste thing or the actual, the part that gets you high? Actual THC, like actual... Uh, THC high, yeah, 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 getting yeah, yeah. high infused, yeah. like drunk and high same time. That's wine. a horrible idea. Like a liquid That's a edible. Horrible idea. That's what I thought. Edibles are a bad idea too. Been okay, here's the deal with edibles. So Frank- when, when you got an edible, right? <laughs> Keep <laughs> it together, buddy. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. <laughs> Kaylee, you almost just made a right, major yeah. party fell. Okay. Why do they make a, one dose like one bear? It should be like a pack of bears. Because if you're going to get stoned, <laughs> who doesn't eat a pack of anything when you're stoned? It makes no sense to me. Like, what? Oh, eat one leg of a gummy bear. That's so stupid. It's, it's anyway. Yeah. I, I learned this from my. Anyway. How many, <laughs> how many bears did you eat, Kelly? I, I don't All I, of them? <laughs> yeah. How many were in the bag again? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All Danger. Danger. We're drifting off subject, Danger. but yes. So yeah. It's the same off. subject. Yeah, okay. Uh, you actually, you, you, you know a lot about all this stuff, obviously. Uh, it's not just from work experience. You probably drink a lot at home. Would you say you drink a lot? Actually, I don't drink at all at home. What, what? Well, are well, you talking wait, about? Wait, 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 wait. Jesus Christ. When you come home every day, are you, are you totally I, like... Uh, the first thing he does is text me and says, come over and make me Palomas. Like I'm yeah. his little bar bitch. Well, you are, but... Are, <laughs> speaking Speaking of which, uh, like Paloma's John- Garcon. <laughs> are you like John Ham? You come home, you know, chop, and chop. You, 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 uh, you, you, your wife comes to the door and she makes you a little, uh, you know, something oh, on the rocks. That would be amazing. Yeah, no, see, when I come home, my wife's wearing lingerie. She comes to the door with a cold beer and then makes me a cocktail, then gives me a massage and I go to bed. Right. That's how it works. And then he right? wakes up from his dream. Right. And then the baby's crying because she's a diaper. Yeah, yeah, no, that's yeah. that's not how it works. No, honestly, if I don't have friends over, I, I, I rare I don't drink at home if it's just Kara and I, but I will drink if friends are over. Because he's he's just come from a business business dinner where he's been drinking for three hours already. <laughs> so by the time he comes home, he's already drunk. So then it's just pass out time. That's pretty much how it works. Everybody's seen the yeah. Instagram. Now we know. Yeah, yeah. That, no, we that's know. exactly how it works. So what's the secret to the best uh, hangover cure then? 
Um, th- not drinking is probably the first <laughs> and foremost biggest rule. Good you advice. Know, every, everybody goes and they say, like, oh, this tequila gives me a hangover, or this this vodka gives me a hangover, but I can drink that one and I'm fine. Oh, Sydney Chew. Oh, that's so oh, stupid. That's, she, oh, it's so it's annoying. So dumb. So dumb. It, it, if you drink X amount of alcohol, you're going to have X amount of hangover. If you don't put in water or food, it's a pretty simple equation. Actually, I mean, if you're like us, you can drink all the water and eat all the food you want. That's fine. Exactly. It's, you're still going to be hungover. Well, when you hit the 50 plus club, like Flash, you know, it's just, you know, it, gets to be, it's, it's, it hurts yeah, as you get When up. you're that age, you shouldn't be drinking that much anyway, Flash. Yeah. Really. That liver. Jesus just, Christ. Yeah. Have, a, uh, you know, have an insurer or something, will you? <laughs> Oh my That's, goodness! I put uh, rose vodka in my insurer. I don't know what you guys do with yours. That's drink, 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 drink. All right, so I'm gonna make the Palomas right now. Tell All us right. about a Paloma flash. Tell us about the history. So, uh, I'm half Mexican, and I really don't know all that much about Palomas. Wow. But okay, I will just... say that the Paloma is surprisingly the second most popular tequila cocktail after a margarita, which according to Kaylee, Kaylee is the number one cocktail in the entire country is a margarita. The number one cocktail in right. the country is a margarita, for sure. And the the um, the liquor of the moment is tequila. And so you, you're, you're finally starting to see uh, Palomas on drink menus. The problem is, like you would see with many kind of classic cocktails, which this is a classic Mexican cocktail, is if I go to... 10 different bars and order a Manhattan or an Old Fashioned, I'm going to get 10 different versions of the same drink, and some are going to be completely terrible. So the thing with the Paloma is, is yeah, it's on the menu finally, but it's it's just being it's being totally bastardized. Sorry, I started drifting off. Yeah, Sorry, me too. Hold on, wait. Fair enough. If anybody's still listening to the podcast at this point, you haven't crashed your car from falling asleep. I'll just read you the Wikipedia version, which is way more interesting than Flash's, and it's only it's like half as long. It's the Spanish word for <laughs> well, dove. that's the first thing that's half as long for me. <laughs> it's true. It's the Spanish word for dove, paloma. It's a tequila-based cocktail. It's most commonly prepared by mixing tequila with grapefruit-flavored soda, like a fresca, a squirt, or a, or a jaritos. Always squirt. Did you look that up? Were you reading that? I'm reading it off Wikipedia. Okay. I was that's, like, wow, you are so informed. This is way You're more amazing. interesting He's than staring what at a computer says. screen. Yeah. Jeez. It's easy to prepare. It can even be found in soda cans, in soda machines in Mexico. Oh, it's, speaking of it, uh, Palomas we, in cans. We had one last weekend. We had one last weekend. So we did a taste test. There's a company out of uh, out of San Diego. It actually, used to be Ballast Point, but they're called Cutwater Spirits now. But they actually do canned cocktails, not like RTDs, like what you're used to. Like What's oh, you're RTD? ready to drink. Speaking layman's okay, terms, Malecos here. Ready yeah. to drink cocktails. Uh-huh. But they have these new ones. They're coming out, and it's actually twelve and a half percent alcohol. Wow. Which if you do the in a twelve ounce can, that's three and a half ounces of tequila. So explain <laughs> Yeah, holy oh, business. Explain to uh Maleko in a twelve ounce can, what's the um the alcohol percentage for let's say the average beer? The average beer, let's call it I mean if Maleko like he's he likes his how high alcohol beer is right there, seven and a half, eight percent, whatever you yeah. what you're drinking. Mm-hmm. I mean typically speaking you're at four and a half percent, right? Yeah, no, I mean unless you get a really high a high alcohol beer would be eight percent. Yeah. Most I think imports, I, I saw like a, an an eleven once, but it was like a whiskey aged yeah. beer or something. Most like domestics that. Weird... are gonna be in the four and a half percent and import will be in it the It was five a big deal when they went yeah. to plus five percent. I forget what beer that was. Yeah. They're like, oh my God, we're doing you know five percent alcohol but in yeah. college uh, there was uh, I was going to school in Missouri <laughs> and the, there was a limit to the percentage of alcohol you could sell in beer. And so they could only sell a certain amount. But if you went over the line to Iowa, you could buy 3% more. So like even Bud Light or like Coors Light, like they had lower percentage alcohol in, in the town I was in. Yeah, that you happens, go, I think, across the country a lot. It's weird, which basically means they had more water, I guess. I don't know. And then, so we would drive over the county line to go. <laughs> to get the leaded beer. And with the Dukes of Hazard, we would do it. You know, <laughs> those were the days. <laughs> Yeah! Uh, Back in my Missouri days. Yeah. So Flash is over here taking, like, you're acting like you're a, a, a mixologist over here with your 20 minute Paloma. I hate the term mixologist, but yes. Yeah. Well, Barman. No, Barman no is the term. No one, one will ever confuse Newman, you. Newman, by one. the way, said there is no such thing as a mixologist because anyone that makes drinks considers themselves a bartender. 
I like the term barman. I would consider. We guys talked about Jonathan last week. Oh, last time you talked to him. Uh, in the Jonathan's Too, a barman. In the Me Too movement, is that an appropriate term? Yeah, sure. Why not do it? Do you think? Oh, bar, bar what person. What would you call Chandra? Oh, a bar person, a barman, a That's bar woman. Weird. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Why you gotta do that? I'm well. This is what I do. <laughs> <laughs> bar, bartender, I think. We'll go back to the OG. bartender. That's I like bartender, but I I well, don't know. They are tending. No, no, but to but, the but bar. a bartender is is the function of what they're doing. To me, a barman. I will I'll use that. I'll use uh-huh. the old school fifties terminology. <laughs> yeah, okay, a <grandpa>. barman. <laughs> but they, uh, they're somebody I mean, who like we're talking about. You grew up. In, they know so. your name. They know what you eat. What so, you drink. Yeah. Let's go they back know, to Jonathan. Yeah, because Jonathan is a true. Barman. Barman. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You don't have to you don't have to wear suspenders or a bow tie to be a barman. You have to make a a good drink, pour a great pint, and have conversation with your customers. As simple as that. Tell us Jonathan's full name and where he works. Uh Jonathan Schwabel. Schwartz. Who are we talking about? Jonathan Schwartz. No, okay. not Schwartz. He, bar, he bartends at um Murphy's. It is not Schwartz. Well, whatever. It's it's not Schwabelnitz, but it's close to that. It's the closest thing I got. Actually, the interesting story is his, it's his and his wife's last names combined together. They, instead of doing a hyphenated name, they combined the two last names to make, make their last name. name. That's how they did it? That's exactly how they did it. Is that how they made their Facebook profile, too? Oh, are, are you are, <laughs> you're never be served at Murphy's again, my friend. <laughs> Luckily, Jonathan will never take the time to listen to this, so it'll be just fine. No one's listening. No one else does either. Uh, All right. Okay. Yeah, so, let's, try, let's try this Paloma. Flash, so what you Flash got. made some Paloma. What did you put yeah. in here, Flash? Give us the recipe. Um, I don't know where the spoon has been. Boy, that's not the last time I say that. Okay. You're gonna, you're gonna no, roll, no, no. You're too late. Too late. Okay. So um, I like to make the key um, to a Paloma. Oh, just is give the me the short version, will you? All right. So we got some lime, some lihimoy, some lihimoy powder. Um, the tequila, you can use any tequila. Today we're using the Eradura Ultra. Uh, one, more oh, time, okay. one more time, one more time. Otra vez. It's Herodura. Herodura. So, uh, uh, never mind. I'm not going to bother you with the details yeah. of Herodura right now. Anyway, but the uh, key is the squirt. You, so got me, you got me loaded. Squirt is grapefruit soda. The, the mistake that a lot of people make with Palomas is they make it with grapefruit juice, which is too sour and too bitter. So you're not squirting. But no, there's this, no squirt in that. Yes. The, 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 the sour, bitter profile of grapefruit is offset by the sweetness of the soda. Rosé. Do you use the salt? Yeah. Use, okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, and I and I throw in the the secret ingredient. I do. I put in some like Hawaiian salty seed. No, some salt, actual salt. Oh, but I do oh. put in a, an actual lihimoy and then lihimoy powder separately. As action, well. boo! Action. According to Kaylee E. Oh, that's the, that's the best Paloma in town. I'm not gonna lie, that's the best one. Just in yeah, town. Yeah, you win. You this, just won. Maybe in way, this town. By the way, Flash's boss just walked in. <laughs> Chuck Cotton's here, ladies and gentlemen. It's All like, right. This is. Make him a Paloma, Flash. Chuck, here, give him mine. Give him mine. Give him my Paloma. This is a Paloma. Chuck Cotton, my boss, just walked in, so everyone just keep it chill. Just act normal. (laughs) No eye contact, (laughs) Nothing to see here. There's no alcohol in here. There's no alcohol. Just keep signing my checks. Don't worry. (laughs) We're we're getting tens of listens on this podcast. We're just crushing it left and right. (laughs) Second most popular podcast in the room. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, that's my version of a Paloma. I think it's, I honestly think it's the best Paloma that is in town. It is pretty good. And you know how hard yeah, it is I, for him to say that. I, it pains me to say that. It's like him calling me a pseudo celebrity. We'll it makes him drink. it makes him sore on the inside. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's not the only thing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> you know that the Hanger One vodka is actually made in an old uh, Navy. Uh, Chuck, speak into the. I know you've been oh, in radio no. your entire <laughs> career, but speaking in the microphone. Right into the microphone. Yes. Right. Tell, uh, tell us about the Hanger One. Hangar One is actually is vodka, and it's actually made in the old Alameda Naval Air Station hangar. Oh, that's where they get the. Uh, Kaylee, is this uh, correct? This is one hundred percent correct. Made in yep. Hangar One. Hangar One. Hangar One, Alameda, Alameda, California. Naval that is Air Station. Another alcoholic is among us, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Mr. Chuck great. Cotton. Mr. Chuck Cotton in the house. That's fantastic. It's uh, coming in, dropping knowledge. Yep, liquor trivia, people. Yeah, liquor trivia. <laughs> Why and how would they decide to make Hangar One? I know. Let me put a, a vodka distillery in an old airplane hangar. Because you have an abandoned hangar with cheap rent, and you can put stills in it. It's pretty simple. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, <laughs> right? It's true. Simple as that. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys have been to Alameda, but um, yes, that's, that's, there's lots of room. That's Chuck, great. would you like some whiskey? Some oh, Telemore Dew? No, 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 some no, rosé no. vodka? No, no one's really drinking here, Chuck. 
No, nothing to see here, Chuck. It's mm-hmm. what Chuck actually would know about Hangar One because he's he's on the board of of our own uh, uh, restored hangars there at Pacific Aviation Museum, Pearl Very Harbor. Uh, which oh, is, way to tie it all together, Malenko. Such like a good company man. Oh, <laughs> corporate suck up. Oh boy. Wait a minute. I don't even work Rose, there Rose, anymore. Rose, Rose. Jeez. Oh, Take so notes. Good. That's right. You're the one that took over my job. You're supposed to be doing this. That's this. Well, <laughs> take notes. Take notes. Thanks, Chuck. All right. Good Thank to you, see you, Chuck. Chuck probably walked in expecting me to be like diligently recording my, you know, doing my show, but no. And We're just here's a up table drinking. full of booze. Yes. Yeah. Also, uh, <laughs> on a totally unrelated note, this is going to be my last podcast, and I'm done at Star 1019. So They're thank you all for coming, and I will see you never. Hashtag iHeartRadio is hiring, clearly. Yeah. Also, this Paloma is delicious. It is so good. I hate to give you credit, but this is delicious. Well, Meg, is this final new drink? I need the recipe. For real? For real, man. This is going to be called the Flash. I don't want to toot my own horn, but I think it's. No, I think it's less to do about. The way I make the drink, and it's more to do about that most bars just really screw up the Paloma. So it's kind of like your sex life. It's exactly <laughs> like my sex life. It's actually. not I'm so good as they're so bad. Yes. I mean, that's what I keep telling myself. <laughs> well, you know what it is about this? And you mentioned it earlier. Anybody will make a Paloma differently. Um, this particular one tastes local. You know, the Lihi well, powder. Like, there you go, Lihi Moy. The Lihi just automatically takes me back to small kid time. And then you add that in with, you know, the fact that I've already had two whiskey shots and a couple of beers. And right. this is delicious. So, I mean, if you wanted to go full Mexican, you would swap out the Lihi Moy for tajin. What's tajin? To, to me, as a local boy, tajin is just like a Mexican version of Lihi Moy. I don't even know how else to describe it. Kelly, with the knowledge. Yeah, just I mean, I'll just ask you. I don't even. I don't know either. I just hold want on, to know. Hold on, I, got I thought you were teeing yourself up there for <laughs> no, me to pitch it back to I'm you. I'm not to... that. I'm not that slick. I'm not that slick. I didn't mm, do that. Uh, Tahine. Uh, oh, here's. Well, I know. I know. It's lime. There's Google. lime and chili. It's chili, a sweet sour. From, there yeah. is a, there's more it's, heat to it for sure. It, it's a movie by Stephen King. <laughs> yeah, I just googled it. I don't know. That what movie you guys is delicious. Anyway, that's Can we talk smack about home. restaurants now? Let's yep. do it. All do right, it. cool. I'm excited about this. Go ahead. So Flash we, go. We've, we've been talking about... Uh, we, we talk about alcohol a lot here on the show. Obviously. We can start by talking about Mo and Moku's for We're starters. Fans. Uh, we do bring a bartender every once in a while, and we feature the bartender and the restaurant. And if, if Mo was here, we'd talk about Moku's, and we'd give him props, and we'd talk about their specials. Not anymore. Things like that. But he's not here. No, he's no. So instead, we're going to talk about Moku's rating on Yelp and how that compares to the rating in the room. Oh, wow. this is awesome. Wow. Seriously? Let's talk Yelp. Yes, I'm so excited about Yelp. I love Yelp. You know, everybody talks smack about Yelp. Like, oh, Yelp, uh, Yelpers, and they're all stupid and whatever. When I travel to another city, what's the first thing I go on when I find a restaurant? Yelp. You know what? So does everyone else that bitches about Yelp. I know. You can bitch about it all you want, but the fact remains, it's the number one search tool. It's your problem to be able to vet the dumbasses that are putting up posts against the people that actually know what they're talking about. Read the post. Read what they're saying. If they sound like an idiot, they probably have a bad rating. Right, if they yeah. if they actually know what they're talking about, maybe it's somebody you want to listen to. Right. Simple as that. So, Who has the number one Yelp rating in Hawaii? I don't. I don't know. Maybe Umekis. <laughs> maybe maybe. How's your oh, how's your, you how's your Yelp rating? Do you guys Yelp in Kona? Yeah, we definitely do Yelp in Kona. We got a, we got you know we're fortunate enough to have really good uh, ratings. Uh, we like to take care of customers, and we you know we. Um, like we, take we, care of customers. Like if you don't give me a five star, no, 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 I'm taking like, you out back. That is pop style. They need well, to know well, that maybe, he's, maybe because uh, that's what it looks like. We like we like to try to be the law ambassadors, basically. You know, like you come in, make sure you're having the best time of your life. And in Kona, we have some of the best fishing in the world, so we like to highlight that whole fresh seafood thing. You know. Yeah, and you guys do you some great fishing out Kona Town. Oh, um, absolutely. So you, you, I'm just guessing the restaurants all fresh, all, all fresh. local catch, all local. We get fresh fish coming on a daily basis, and uh, yeah, um, we like to uh, showcase that and make sure everybody's got that boat-to-ball freshness that'll make us. What's the best catch right off of Kona side? What's the? Uh, definitely the ahi, the tuna, and then the, the like right now a lot of marlin, ono coming around. But like you can literally leave the harbor in five minutes, catch a 
thousand pound marlin. You know, wow. that's a world class fishing we got I, over there. I don't know if this is a stupid question or not, but with all the lava flowing directly into the ocean, is that affecting the fishing yeah, in yeah, and yeah. around it, the it Big com- Island? The fish comes up half cooked, so you know, we don't have to cook them that much. <laughs> seared, seared. Yeah, we got seared ahi. <laughs> <laughs> Charge you double, cooked by, <laughs> cooked by Chef Madame Pele. I, I, we've been saving on the gas bill ever since. Yeah. She's a James Beard award winning chef. Oh. It's Madame Pele. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking up Nicole's Yelp right now and seeing what he got. Going Are you on yelping here. him? I mean, I'm checking his Yelp right now. The funny thing is, he has a Yelp, which is a five star, and he actually replied to them saying, Aloha, JJ, Mahalo's for your comments. We are very happy to hear you enjoyed your food here. If you like the Lao Lao, be sure to, and then it goes to Dots. And wow, don't forget the Lao Lao. That's good. Well, we actually, I actually hired a person to com- to comment to every single yeah, Yelp review. Yeah, you have to, because yeah. you can't you do it to. yourself. Right. So now I have a full-time employee that just responds wow. to any, any response these, that we have. These damn Yelpers expect a response they in do. 24 hours or less. And not much people do that. So we it's took the so initiative annoying. to do so. That's you know? crazy. Hold You're on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look up the Yelp for apartment three. <laughs> that's, a, that's a solid three stars. <laughs> solid three. I'm pretty sure that was pre Yelp. Three five. Pre Yelp. No, it was Yelp. Was it really? It was on, yeah, we had a Yelp Elite event there. I think. Oh, I yes, I quite. I kind of remember yeah. that. Yes. Yes. Shout out to. Has Emmy anybody Hart. ever done a Yelp post? Have you posted as a I, consumer? I, I post to Yelp under a, a pseudonym. Oh, oh my God! What? what? I do. Okay. I do. What, what's I, uh, the pseudonym? No, what's I the can't pseudonym? tell you otherwise. No, it doesn't it's, work. Yep. No one listens to the show except my mom. <laughs> yeah, and me. So I have a pseudonym. Once. It's 808-something <laughs> or something like that. I just, I just have a pseudonym. 808-what-something. So... <laughs> But if if I've had a, if I've had a legitimately great experience or an absolutely horrible experience, those are the only two occurrences were all Yelp. I've written about ten or twelve reviews in in my past. Two of them were bad, really bad, and one of, and and the rest were really good. Where were they? The one that was really bad, and I guess I'll just admit it was at PF Chang's, and it's like I don't know what I was expecting because it's PF Chang's. I but wouldn't I, expect much. I feel bad writing the review, but it had to be done. <laughs> I'm sure feel, you changed all of their practices <laughs> from your review. Well, Good manager, job. Well done, sir. The manager responded to me. Was it Ed? Uh, it might have been Ed. <laughs> wow. By <laughs> the way, fun fact about Yelp. On the back end, you have to say that you're a manager. So whoever is actually running the account on the mm. front end, it's always going to look like I'm a manager. Yeah. I'm the chef. I'm the owner. Because that's what Yelp tells you to do and asks you yeah. to do. Yeah. You don't want to say, oh, um, I'm the guy that Umeke is hired to only respond to this. Yeah. They, as, a, as a Yelper, you want to think that you're dealing with someone of importance. Yeah. But it's, so, normally it's not. Definitely. Well, yeah. you know, and, and myself, I take the initiative to respond to the people myself. You know, I think it's more genuine when the owner speaks out and says, I you think know, so. sorry that this happens or thank you for coming in. It makes a big difference. Yeah. It really does. But once you start getting into that world, you could spend your entire day, not because it's not just Yelp, it's Google, it's Facebook, whatever. Absolutely. By the way, I can never go <laughs> back into Waikiki anywhere near P.F. Chang's again. I'm sure it was Peter Fleming himself that it, that it responded oh, to your... Oh, no. You can't go eat Chinese food at a P.F. Chang's in Hawaii? Oh, that's just really going to crimp in your dining style. Where will I get my dim sum? The Mongolian beef's delicious. I don't know what you guys say, but anyway. <laughs> Sidebar. Anyway, it, uh, yeah, it got received. I mean, all the alcohol at the bar is fantastic. It's delicious. Yeah, it's delicious. I used to throw parties there, the one in Waikiki. Oh, yeah. was it back in back in when? <laughs> back in Nam days. Yeah. <laughs> back in my day. So, Kelly, you actually you've you've had a pretty uh, interesting uh, interesting rise through Young's uh, uh, market. You you were here for a while. You went out to Maui for a little bit. Came back, Big Island, uh, uh, Big, yeah, Island Big Island before Maui. In between. But you're a local boy, Oahu style, right? You went to Cam. You Come here, up, Yes. You, you, <laughs> What gave it away? His first name? <laughs> Kaili'i? Uh, so weird. I thought he was from Texas. You lived in Kailua. I did. I grew up uh, in Kailua. Yeah, Kailua boy. So uh, you had this, this, this weird 
vibe of probably being a, a little holly boy that also was going to Kamehameha. So that was you had the ultimate Hawaii youth experience, which I'm sure was a lot of fun for you. Oh, super fun! Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> being the only blonde kid in a class of all brown kids at Kamehameha Kindergarten was super awesome. Is it is it worse? Being the only Howley kid with a Howley name, or is it worse being a Howley kid with the local name? Honestly, in my in my class from kindergarten, there was three boys that were all soup like blonde, like toehead, like me. One was Nalu Kukea, the okay. other was Hikili Schumann, and then and then me. So we all had Hawaiian first names, and there was my other classmates that were more local, were like Scott and John and Bill and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> But our parents were like, screw that. We're going to give them a Hawaiian name. They're going to, everybody's going to know milk that suckers Hawaiian. You got to yeah, milk yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. We're going we're to know. We're all going to know. No, no, it wasn't bad. I mean, and by the time you get to like fourth grade or whatever, and then uh, the new kids come in, they're like, oh, how's the Holly guy? And they're like, bro, we're over it already. We've been, be- we've been picking on him for 10 years. <laughs> it's over. Next. Like, yeah, we move on to the next subject. It's done. No, you know, I, to me, I found the advantages growing up in Hawaii and being, being you know, Caucasian on the outside and, and kind of more Hawaiian on the inside. Uh, I, I you can use that to your advantage or disadvantage. It's up to you. If you want to, you know, play like you're the victim. If somebody gives you heat about being white, like I've never gotten a fight in my whole life over being white. Didn't didn't never happen. Could you? For sure. But if sure. you choose to handle yourself the right way, you're gonna get the right respect. In Hawaii, you could get into a fight over the color of your aloha shirt. You, you could you know, if you were at the right party with Heineken. <laughs> I, I'm convinced that Heineken is the source of all fights in Hawaii. So it's like we, Heineken we is about? a sponsor is out. P.F. Chang's is a sponsor is out. Maleka, who else do you want to throw under the bus? I'm just, I'm just saying. I no, love, no, no. I mean, really. I love. I, no, no. Yes, tell us. I love Heineken, but I'm no, just saying. Yeah, that's that. If you guarantee. Want to get locals throwing blows? <laughs> Serve some green bottles. Just see what happens. Is that is that your best pigeon? Was that your best pigeon right You're there? You're from Kailua. What's wrong with you? I'm trying, bro. <laughs> uh, I actually grew up with Maleko's older brother, who was Carlos Wait, at the time. Are you saying all three of us grew up in Kailua? <laughs> you didn't grow up in Kailua. Till I no. was 11. You went to Kaiser. No, no, I went to... <laughs> I don't even want to say where I went to elementary school. You went to high I, school no. in Kaiser, did yeah, you? Yeah, but I, I, I went to... Uh, uh, elementary no. school in Kailua. Actually, I went to elementary school in Waimanalo. There's only like two elementary schools in Kailua, so it's not. I like went a- to elementary school in Waimanalo. What? Say Javiani. Oh no, Waimanalo. Waimanalo Seagull Lab School, oh. where all the Howleys went. Yeah, the only oh, place oh, you're yeah. safe. <laughs> the old safety zone. <laughs> they had guards. Safety zone. Yep. That's great. But we all grew up in Kailua. Yeah, back, back in 72, it was crazy in Waimanalo. Oh, crazy, yeah. crazy. Population 50. <laughs> Hey, uh, uh, can I have a Paloma, please? Yeah, uno mas. Paloma Garcon. By the way, normally he doesn't say please. He's only saying please because he's on the show. Usually he's just like, he just holds up the cup and shakes it and looks at me. <laughs> That's pretty much how it works. <laughs> it it's actually how it works. Wait, how much time do we have left? Because i got a lot of stuff to cover. It's, we're go. almost done. No. We're almost done. No, That's we it. can't even be what close else? to being done. What, you want, I know you wanted to talk about your favorite bars, your favorite restaurants. I did, and I do. I want to talk about bars, restaurants. Let's, I want to talk about liquor being made in Hawaii. Okay. Well, well let's, let's let's start with bars and restaurants, and then probably end there. Maybe. Oh, it's so irritating. <laughs> Where does the time go? I don't know. It's so fun in here. <laughs> it's it is so fun, fun, isn't it? It's amazing in here. It's I want to come like, back. Yeah, I'll, you do this every week. The Maleko Flash and Kili'i podcast. Sponsored <laughs> by not Heineken or P.F. Chang's. Clearly. <laughs> Sponsored by Young's Market and Umeke's. <laughs> <laughs> we're good. We're good. So bars that I like, bars that I like. Here's what I like. So years ago, we get in these conversations about what's the best restaurant and slash best bar in Hawaii. And to me, it's what who's doing the best at what they're trying to do. It's not who's the best. I mean, white tablecloth is different from home bar, right? And for years, I think, you know, town to me was the best restaurant in Hawaii. I would say hands down because they were doing what they were doing better than anybody was doing it. And without, you know, we talked to Dave about... How Pint and Jigger Dave was Newman. A, Newman. You talked to Dave about how Pint and Jigger was the, the the first in the group, right? They were the, they were the ones to lead the way when it came to bars in Hawaii. I think I think Ed Kenny. Well, apartment three did it a little bit for well, I'm just saying. Yeah. Just not as just not as good. Yeah, just, not but nobody quite as experienced awesome. it. So what's the point? Yeah. No. Shush your mouth. It was amazing. The tree falls in the forest. <laughs> No, go, but I think Ed, I think Ed Kenny did the best job as far as restaurants go for a long period of time. Before that, we had HRC Hawaii Regional Cuisine Food. You know, that was you know that was it was good and did a great job for Hawaii and did a good service by putting us on the world map. But when Ed came along, he changed the game. He put a restaurant in Kaimaki, 
um, and not serving food that was appealing to any tourists, for that matter. Yeah. So he did that, and then from there, you know, was he doing the best job? Absolutely. And then my favorite switched to home bar uh, for a long time because uh, yeah. I thought they were doing I mean, home bar. You know, you, you finish, you get down to like one third of your beer, and there's somebody there with a the beer for you. And home bar to the this service day, is by the far the best. best. It's yeah. insane. It's the service of like a five star restaurant. What, what is that? What, how does that happen? It's crazy because they do they, they share the floor too. There's it's, not even a section. Floating. They're yeah. floating. Everyone's floating, which never works. Never. I mean, I don't know if you restaurant, but uh, when I see floating, I, usually it's a disaster. Yeah. Tip sharing, all yeah. this sort of disaster, and then you go inside there, and you're like, "This is the crazy." Like I've literally dropped one chopstick, and before I could reach the ground, there was somebody with chopsticks back in my hand again. Like, what is going on in here? I, I never understood how that dynamic worked. It Me just either. it made it it looked like chaos, and yet it was the best customer service experience that I'd had. At the a best bar. customer, what? I've been drinking. <laughs> yeah. Chris Ty is a magician. Like the guy that owns the home bar owner, he yeah. he, does, he really does an outstanding job inside there. I so what's so. next for him, by the way? Do we know? Do we know? He's still there. It's still it. Yeah, so it's going. What happened was they switched the kitchen out uh, for a little bit. The kitchen guys uh, moved on, and he's gone through. Uh, he's back up and running again, and the kitchen's back. The menu's slightly different, but amazing. And for me, for many years when we lived on Maui, we come back home, and where do we go? We go to home bar. And, that, and you know, we still do that. And we still do. Yeah, yeah that's where we go. That, that, that's the action. But if you're going to go with bars, I'm not even saying this because uh, Nicole is here. It's my favorite bar to drink at in Hawaii. And because this. What bar can you go to and eat ama crab and opihi and ake and sit at a bar and drink shots of whiskey, watch a game, have cold beer, and drink and eat that kind of food all in the same spot? That's the only place in the entire state that you can do that. So it's a local boy's wet dream, in other words. Oh, it's action. <laughs> action. Tell, tell them about our, uh, our Buffalo Soldier. So, yeah, so Nicole makes a drink called the Buffalo Soldier, which I think is amazing, made mm. with Buffalo Trace whiskey, which is smart, too. Also oh, amazing. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Yeah, so what is, what's, in the back, what's in the shot? So we do, uh, you know, back in the day uh, when I realized what was trending when I first opened up my restaurant was uh, whiskey and pickle juice, right? So we did a Hawaiian-style local boy, whiskey and uh, pickle mango juice. So you take a shot of whiskey, Buffalo Trace whiskey, Drink the drink the pickle mango juice and then eat the mango right after that. It complements everything. So oh, good. that yeah. sounds that sounds like a local drink. Right? Should, should have brought some here today. Yeah, it's delicious. It is. We're gonna have to put that one on a future podcast. Definitely. I think. I'll, I'll give you guys the the Buffalo Soldier since you gave me the Palo- the Paloma. There you go. Recipe swap. What, what's your favorite restaurant bar? Uh, here oh. locally. Yeah. Um, P.F. Chang's. <laughs> it's his favorite. Perks. I mean, typically home bar. If I have. Guest in from out of town. I definitely want to take them there. Yeah, um, that that's pretty much the go to. Uh, oh, also pint. I mean, pints like my cheers. Yeah. I, I go to. I mean, pints just my. Except nobody likes him there. <laughs> <laughs> and only a couple. He walks in. He's like, "Hey, I'm here," and they're like, "Oh, cool, Flash is Great. back again." <laughs> no, they don't even know my name. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm the opposite of Norm. Yeah, yeah. somebody get Newman. We're gonna get this guy. By the way, here. congratulations to Newman. It's the uh, six year anniversary of Pint and Jigger today. Yes, if this was a live radio show, we could actually promote it, but it's a podcast, so nobody will hear it. It's coming out in 20 minutes. Oh, okay, fine. By the time people hear this, it's Wednesday. And they're all waiting on their phones just to go like, oh my God, I can't wait to hear what Flash and Maleko have to say. Can't wait to hear who Maleko throws under the bus this week. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be a lot of editing before this show goes to air. What I found recently, actually one that I discovered, is Kapolei because I didn't even know it existed because I'm from Kailua and I never go down that side of the island. Yeah, that's far away. So, actually, I went down to Duck Butt Grill. Wait, DB is that, Grill. It's the same Duck Butt. It's Jin's, re- yes. it's Jin's restaurant. Same DB Duck Grill butt. and Kapolei. I forgot. Is- that's my favorite. Duck Butt. <laughs> yes. That is my favorite place to well, go. Well, there you go. There you Wait, go. Wait, you're talking about the Duck Butt in town. I love this one. Shoju yeah. and karaoke and rude waitresses. Yep. I love it. Reusing the melons, all of it. That's it. Who that's doesn't so- reuse? Of course they reuse the melons. What do you expect them to do? Cut a new melon every time you get soju? I, I'm saying you and I know that, but the average customer that goes in doesn't that's like they're, that. That's like they're not going to reuse the, the bean sprouts when you go to eat pho. Like, come on, they all, they all use the same stuff. They, they just re- rinse it up. They reuse the what? Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you Maleko, kidding me? They reuse the watermelons? <laughs> Do you know how many no. times I've, like, scraped water? Wow. I don't know that. I haven't seen it. Jin, don't listen to me. I don't know what Lico's talking about. Wow. Yeah. No, no, it's fine. No, I mean, no. it's but the DB Grill in Kapole is one of the restaurants I've been to recently. That's awesome. It blew my mind as far as how amazing it was. Yeah. That's it. Why don't we just end this podcast and kill it? You can just go on for 20 more minutes. And okay, just talk fine. About, I'll just be right in here talking to Nicole, doing shots and drinking Palomas. <laughs> Thanks, bitches.
Wrap it up. Uh, Kaylee, how can we find you if we care to hear more about your opinions? Nobody cares what I have to say. That's just buy, true. Buy a bunch of booze from restaurants and bars. Buy wine, buy beer, buy spirits, buy all that stuff. Go to Umeke's, go to any restaurant, and just buy stuff. Support yeah. your restaurants, and, and we're good. So people want to follow you. People want to hear your opinions on other stuff. Uh, best way to reach you, Instagram, Facebook. Um, yeah, Instagram, Kiliheen is my is my handle. Cool. And then you can also get, get sp- a hold of Flash. How do you spell that for the white people? <laughs> K-E-L-I-I-H-E-E-N, or just get a hold of Flash through Kara. Kara, Kara Heen. <laughs> Hurricane, wow. Car- Hurricane Carla. Yes, yes. <laughs> True story. True freaking yeah. story, though, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Best right. gunkle in the world. And then uh, <laughs> we want to send people Kona Town. We, anytime you go to Kona, we want to make sure people come by Umekis. How do they come find you? Come check us out. Uh, we have two locations in Kona. We have one uh, restaurant, fish market, bar, and grill. And we have a poke place over there um, at Umekis. Look us up anytime. Um, I'm Nakoa. Thank you. Malu. All, All right. right. All right, next week. We got uh, my... Oh, boy. Next my, week, finally. My friend, who Flash seems to think is my nemesis for some reason, he tries to stir the pot Always. for no reason, even Always. though we Ooh. get along just fine. We Grace have Lee. Grace Lee. Sweet Grace Lee. Anchor for from, Hawaii News Now. From News Now. It's not even a comparison. It's like it's like when UMC and Flash MCs. It's like different levels. Right. Huh? Yeah. I'm like Grace Lee, <laughs> and uh, Maleko is like Maleko. <laughs> Shots fired. So Grace Lee's going to be here next week. She's my favorite morning show anchor on my favorite morning show news show, Hawaii News Now. Check out the show every Wednesday afternoon on the iTunes app and maybe iHeart. Yeah, it's I on iHeart when it works, but uh, uh, it's also iTunes on- is more solid. Actually, if you search Maleko and Flash in Google... Uh, it pops up with our podcast uh, on, on a number of different sources. So Where? Search it where? Google. Where? Google. <laughs> Just share it with your friends. Tell one person about the show this week and uh, do them a favor. And double the <laughs> and, listenership. And, 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 then, and then that person will have on the show next week. <laughs> it's like chain mail. It'll work out great. We'll send you a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a Nigerian prince. <laughs> Thanks for listening, Kelly. Thanks for coming uh, thank in. You, thank you, guys. Woo! Hey, that's it. So if you liked what you heard, which which is unlikely, but that's fine. But if you did, tell your friends. Yes. How would I tell my friends? How how does this iHeart app podcast thing work, Maleko? Really, really good. Look up. You see you see those three dots at the top of the screen there on the right? Click that. That's the uh, the okay. share button. Check. Got and it. then you can uh, email it. You can text your friends. You can copy the link. You could post it on social media. Yeah. Just post it on social media. We don't I, want I was, you to text your friends or email them. We want every we want as many people mm-hmm. to know about this as possible. So yeah. don't be shy. And don't forget to follow us on social. I'm at DJ Maleko. I'm at Flashy808. That's Flashy with two E's. Or I guess if you turn the still talking. If like, you turn the push up. notifications on on uh. your on your app, then it will automatically tell you. I'm not listening. That there's I've a new show coming up. Left the room. <laughs> no one cares. Oh, I so want to hear more. <laughs> hey! <laughs>